0: We are I. Good morning, everybody. Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Sitting so thing I was like, you know, like, what's really kind of burning on my brain? And, you know, I had a thought pop into it and it was success. And, you know, I had a couple of really great things happen yesterday. And uh, I have a couple of really great things happening today as well. And so I started thinking, I'm like, let me, let me boil this down. Like, what does this actually mean to me? And like, what does it actually mean in general? So then I was, the thought that popped into my mind is, Finances or money, equity, whatever you want to call it. Like, why do we value this so much? And then I started thinking, it's not that why do we value this so much, it's pretty obvious. It makes our life substantially easier. It makes it cognitively easier, it makes it emotionally easier, it makes it physically easier, you know, it makes it, you know, easier to be able to prep for the future. It makes it easier to be able to prep for the present. It's easy to be able to erase and eradicate some of the mistakes of the past. You know, it opens up opportunity. It opens up, you know, pathways and doorways and windows that, you know, you never get thought possible before. And which is funny because, you know, no matter what your merits are, as soon as you gain a little bit of financial success, it really doesn't matter whether you have, you know, ethics, morals or character. It just seems like that, you know, more wealth is attracted your way because of the, you know, greasy environment that finances usually bring. But why did we do that? Why did we set up a world that was so dominated Or how did we eventually walk down the road where we have a world that is so dominated by finances, where we seem to not value anything as much as finances, because there's a part, no matter how much that you want to lie to yourself, there's a part that having money actually makes your life easier. Now, does it make your life better? That's a different story. You know, when they say money can't buy happiness, that is absolutely true. Like, you know, no matter how much you lie to yourself that it can, it actually can't. It can gain little hits of enthusiasm for sure. But we know that money doesn't buy happiness because if it did, then, you know, people who had money would never get divorced. There'd be no mental health issues. There'd be no physical health issues. There'd nothing be but like longevity and happiness. We know that can't be further from the truth. You know, but if this is the truth and we do recognize this, then why do we live in that world? See, and this is the one beautiful thing that when I started thinking about things like this, that I I, I turned the corner on the barter system. Now, the barter system has gone really wrong for me because you always kind of, you know, work yourself into this corner where one person seems to be getting more favor than the other. But that can be fine too. And I just think that we don't know how to be able to operate in that system because it was never really taught to us. But this is where I see like an immense amount of values because we are two human beings and our time should be equal. Our time should be equal and our skills should equate to the same equality because we're both helping one another. But where do we lose this? And this is something that money will never be able to replace. You know, it's that sense of community, that, that sense of accomplishment. A different kind of accomplishment, like if you, you know, whittle a spoon or whether you build some furniture or whether you help, you know, build a barn or house or whatever you want to call it, whatever it may be. You know, but we overvalue this monetary system. Like we think that this is the only system that we can live on in this world, but it creates so many more problems than it does fix them. But when I think about us sharing our time, valuing our time. Like I have this skill, you have that skill. Let's meet in the middle. Like this is how communities were formed. This is how our world was formed before there was things like money or when people, the average peasant, like the blue collar worker today did not have any money. There was only the barter system. This is what arose our world. This is how we got to where we're at today. Yes, trade became dominant and started accelerating you know economic success and you know all these different categories. But was that good? Could we have done better? Could we have gone a different way where we we kept things smaller scale and thought about our communities, thought about our people, and it didn't become about the Almighty dollar what it is today because think of how much stress money causes. Think of how much stress it causes the things that you know. People have to spend money on that are just basic gas, car insurance, rent or mortgage, heat, electricity, food, schooling, you know, things like this that we don't really have much of a choice, but you have to pay those taxes. You, know, you just have to pay them. When you look at the vast majority of Canadians live below the, you know, Canadian poverty line. You know, the working poor. This is this is the middle class. This is the majority of Canadians. Is there a lot of successful Canadians? Absolutely. You know, but then we contrast this, like, outside of our, our communities and our provinces. It becomes very apparent that even the money that we do make, even though, you know, you may make, like, you know, sixty to $70,000 a year, which I believe is some, we're generally in the range of what the average Canadian makes. But how does this equate to being working poor? When there's countries in this world with a lot of human beings who make a very small fraction of that, and that's their blue collar majority. This is the distorted reality that we live in today. You should be able to make sixty or $70,000 a year and be able to live. You should. In my mind, you should. Like, you should be able to live a good life making sixty or $70,000 a year. Now, you want to get people into arguing in things like inflation. Sure. But you can't continually every year allow inflation to be able to drive up the cost of living. You can't. Because where does that stop? In five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years, like people can't continually just make more money every year. There's only so much more money to go around. And the only way to be able to have more money to go around is if you print more money. And that's where inflation goes up and things get worse. This is our problem is we have, we have no idea how to be able to live in the financial model that we live in today because we have such a distortion between wealth categories here in Canada and around the world. But this is where I think things like the barter system, they definitely can fix things like this is because our time should be equal. No matter what our skills are, our time should be equal. Do we need money? Yes, we do. But can we live the vast majority of our life inside the barter system? I absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe that we can. You know, can you barter your way onto an airplane and, you know, fly to Mexico? Well, some people can. Instagram influencers do it all the time. But does that mean that everybody can't? No. Is this why we need money? Yes. But does this mean that I can't go help a farmer and receive some eggs in return to be able to feed my family? Like I said, like, there's some things that should be alternatives. We should have never completely went polarized on just a monetary system. This is the same balance that I've seen between Eastern and Western medicine. The same balance that could be achieved between a barter system and, you know, a financial system. You know, this is just something that burns my mind because every day we all wake up in this this chase and this drive to be able to accumulate more wealth. And like, what does it actually mean? Because I'm starting to understand is when I generate more wealth for me. I want to start conditioning out my mind that this takes away the wealth from somebody else. You know, not that I'm communist, not that I'm truly social. You know, but at the end of the day, like this is true because there is only so much money to be able to go around. So instead of a communist or a socialist society, this is where I choose as a human being that I can take the things that I earn whether my skills as a person being of more value or the money that I make as a human being I can spread that around to the people in my life and I can see the people that need help and if we all did this if everybody did this we could live a completely different existence on this planet so I know it's a little heavy-handed here for first thing in the morning on Friday but these are just some of the things that weigh on me in the morning especially when I wake up and I realize that you know for the most part I only do it to be able to chase money and that's just the cold hard ugly truth and we all do and don't lie to yourself that you don't hmm. it's the interesting food for thought